This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. Hello, welcome back to Morgan's Pop Talks, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. Before we get into this week's Pop 3, if you are loving the pod, please rate, review, and subscribe so we can get this thing popping off. We're going to talk about the biggest headlines in pop culture this week, do a deep dive on Lala and Randall because there is new information coming out by the minute on what the heck is going on with those two. And Michelle's season started this week, so we'll do a little review. So let's get into our pop three. Dearly, dearly, dearly beloved, we have gathered here today to join our lady, Courtney Mary Kardashian, and her punk rock prince, Travis Landon Barker, in holy matrimony after she graciously agreed to an engagement. A royal wedding, can you believe, is clearly our number one story of the week, which, like, an engagement is great, but the wedding. Who's going to be the maid of honor? Is Courtney going to wear a black wedding dress? I I have so many questions. I truly cannot wait. I'm just going to toot my own horn for a second because I called this 10 months ago when they went to their first UFC match and Courtney and Travis were eating the Tootsie Pops. Sugar-free Courtney, letting her hair down, living wild and free with Travis Barker eating all the sugar in the world. She was eating McDonald's French fries. That's when I knew this was different. You love to see it. Sources say it was filmed for the show. Camera and family present. Tristan was there with Chloe, which I find rather annoying. Um, you know, this this new show that they're coming out with, every time I talk about it on social media, people are surprised. They're like, what? They're coming out with a new show? It's Keeping Up With The Kardashians, but on Hulu. Literally, I find the whole thing very interesting because Courtney was really the one that didn't want to film keeping up with the Kardashians anymore. You know, they had that sit down moment. They voted on whether or not they wanted to do the show. And Courtney was the one who adamantly did not want to continue keeping up. So the fact that she's now engaged to Travis and it was filmed for the Hulu show, it seems like they're going to be the main characters. I'm confused, but happily confused. I mean, we've all seen the pictures and the videos. The engagement was 
beautiful. Red roses everywhere. The beaches of Montecito. Oh my gosh. She wore heels on the beach. Talk about a true icon, hero, and a legend, Courtney Mary Kardashian. So now everyone's looking at Scott, which I hate that we even have to go there, but you know, we have to go there. I wish that Courtney could have her moment in the sun, engaged, you know, in her 40s, finally getting her fairy tale ending. And I wish we didn't have to talk about Scott, but we do. So a source told Page Six that he is, quote, going crazy over the news. He's going to go off the deep end. It's really bad. The insider adds, it's about to get dark. Let's not put that energy out into the universe. Nobody wants to see Scott go off the deep end over this. And you know what? A part of it probably is the fact that he lost Courtney. But I actually don't think that that is the main reason that Scott would be worried. I feel like he's worried about losing his connection to the family. Because even in the last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, we we saw him say that, you know, if we're not filming, how often am I going to see you guys? And let's just remember that Scott really doesn't have any other family. Both of his parents passed away. You know, he considers the Kardashians his family. And I feel like he's probably more upset that maybe he's getting pushed out of that now that Travis is is, you know, making his way into the family group text. Did you guys see that? I forget who sent the group text. They send, like, you know, Bible verses every so often or whatever, and uh, it was a big family group. Courtney was in it, Chloe, Kim, Chris, Tristan. Why is he in the OG group text? Or Travis was not in it. I meant to say Scott. But can you imagine the moment when Travis is brought into that family group text? That's going to be awkward. And here's the thing. This is why I actually don't think it's about Courtney because Scott had 10 years to get his act together. What did he think was going to happen? That this was just going to keep going, going, going until one day Courtney's like, oh, you know what? He's got red flags still, but I'm just going to ignore it and I'm just going to marry him because I'm in my 40s. I have kids with him. So what the heck? Why not? If Scott really, truly wanted to be with Courtney and thought that that was, you know, the one for him. Maybe it's easier said than done, but he would have got his act together. I don't think that's what Scott wants. Look at the type of women that he's dating now. He doesn't want to settle down. He doesn't want to be married. He wants to still go out. I don't really know if he's still drinking or not. But also, I think he's worried about the money. Because without the Kardashians, his what is really his brand? It's like, you know, he's got the talentless hoodies and stuff, whatever. He recently started promoting this hair care line. I have absolutely no idea what what that is about. But without the Kardashians, are his brands relevant? I don't know. So there's just so many layers of the onion. I really don't think it's specifically about him not being romantically linked to Courtney. I mean, I'm sure that's part of it because he will always love her. He's the mother of their children. But there's a lot of other things to it. I really want Scott to find his happily ever after. I just don't necessarily think that he wants that. So now that we've talked about Courtney's ex, let's go ahead and talk about Travis's ex. Shanna Mochler did make some public statements via her Instagram story. It said temporarily closed for spiritual maintenance. She also wiped her Instagram clean of photos with the kids, which I think is like 
messed up. Those are your children. Don't you want your kids to be happy? Because, you know, we saw the videos from Landon and Alabama celebrating uh, Courtney and Travis's engagement. Like, that seems problematic. Would you rather your kids hate their stepmom? No. And let's not forget, Shanna had a divorce party 15 years ago in Las Vegas when her and Travis got divorced. So... Just go ahead and close for temporarily spiritual maintenance or whatever Shanna said, and I think she will be okay. At the end of the day, congrats to freaking Courtney. This should be a lesson to us all. Think of how much pressure she was under the past 10 years to marry Scott. Even last season, her family was making things awkward in public places, pressuring her to get back together with him, pressuring her to marry him. And she never caved. She very easily could have married Scott. It's easy. You know, he's been around forever. He is the father of her children. But at the end of the day, there were things missing that she needed. And what was meant for her found her. So congratulations. Cannot wait to watch the royal wedding. Another wedding in the pop culture universe comes in as our second headline this week. Madison LaCroix is engaged to Brett. No last name. Nobody can figure out this guy's last name except for me. I figured it out. It's Brett Randall. That's his last name. He has no social media, which is probably for the best, considering all the things that has gone down in Madison LaCroix's time on social media, even within the past year. Just stay off the Instagram, Brett. She made the announcement on Amazon Live, which nobody knew was a thing until now. It's corny, but secure the bag, sis. Times are tough. Get the bag wherever you can. I'm not mad about it. They've been dating for seven months. This is some tea. Madison met this guy on a bachelorette party in Arizona. You want to know something? Small world. The bachelorette party that Madison was on was my college teammate and very good friend. We lived in West Virginia together. We were on the same collegiate dance team. We spent a lot of time together. She was the bride of that bachelorette party. This was also the same wedding when all the stuff went down with Craig and his ex-girlfriend. Can't remember her name. Natalie. Whenever they were broken up, but they ended up going back to that wedding together. And that's when all the page stuff started circulating. So just a tidbit of fun fact for you. He's from California. Madison said in an interview with E! News that Brett will not be on the next season of Southern Charm and that she will be keeping this part of her life private. Lame. What will she bring to the show if she's not fighting with Austin and won't share her relationship? I don't think she's going to be on the show much longer, honestly. What else is she going to talk about? That was her whole shtick. Continuously fighting with Austin and Shep. And Craig as collateral damage. But if she's not going to be sharing that part of her life, if she's clearly not going to be getting into these types of arguments with Austin because she has moved on, or maybe, I don't know, maybe she'll play it up for the cameras, but I don't see her on Southern Charm much longer. Speaking of Austin, how did he react to the news? Well, Source told Us Weekly that he was at a barbecue with Shep, Craig, and Pringle. I hope to God the cameras were rolling. Uh, A little bit of of shade in this report. The source said, when the time comes for Austin to get engaged, he won't make it an infomercial. (laughs) I mean, truly, nobody knew what Amazon Live was until Madison announced her engagement. I don't even know what it still is, but a thousand people were watching when I clicked on it. So hopefully she got paid 
for the clicks. I can just see it now. Camera's rolling. The boys laughing it up while drinking trap hops. Shep is like swirling his wine around in a wine glass. Craig still not knowing exactly how to use the grill. Little Craig running around. The boys saying that he'll be the ring bearer in Madison and Brett's wedding. I can't wait for Southern Charm. I truly cannot wait. And coming in, number three, your last headline in this week's pop three. It's a little bit of a mashup because there's this report coming out of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that Dorit is on the chopping block. And we got loads of bombshells from this new book, particularly about Puppygate. Oh, no. Here we go. We're still talking about Puppygate. Can you believe it? Let's start with Dorit. So per reality blurb, according to a new report, Dorit, quote, could be fired from the long-running Bravo reality series because producers believe she adds nothing to the show aside from the witty commentary of her husband, Paul P.K. Kemsley. That was my first thought. Dorit cannot go anywhere because we need P.K. Besides Sutton... He seems to be the only voice of reason and comedic relief of the past season. An insider told The Sun, which consider the source, on October 15th, everyone will come back to Beverly Hills, which is already in production. The only person potentially on the chopping block is Dorit, who producers don't believe adds enough to the storyline anymore. Which is why I found it very interesting that Dorit, of all people, told Garcelle that she does things to be relevant on the show. When in all actuality, I feel like Dorit does things to be relevant on the show. I remember watching the finale. Dorit wasn't even in it. She said one line, I think. She said, you need a minute. I think whenever they were all at the dinner table and Sutton tried to talk to Erica. And that was literally it. So all of that is going down. And this report is on the heels of the Puppygate news. Allegedly, LVP did leak the story to Radar Online. Can anybody say it without saying it like that? I cannot say Radar Online. It's got to be Radar Online. So people's Dave Quinn, he came out with this new book, All This Bombshells, Not All Diamonds in Rosé, The Inside Story of the Real Housewives from People Who Lived It. Says executive producers Chris Cullen confirmed LVP was the guilty party behind the leaked Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy story. Can we just say justice for Lucy? Ugh, the, the Fox Force 5, the Spice Girls, the Babysitter's Club, whatever it is that they call themselves, are all over social media. We're so vindicated. Can you believe it? I don't know if I believe it or not. But honestly, I don't care. I don't care. Chris Cullen is allegedly very, very close with Kyle Richards and Lisa Renna. I just hate the Fox Force 5, truly. Shut up. They wonder why Garcelle feels excluded and they run around and call themselves the Fox Force 5. It gives me like on Wednesdays we wear pink vibes. Just not here for it. But here's the solution to Dorit saving her job and also getting some more drama. Bring LVP back right now. There's been whispers of her return and let all hell break loose on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Between Lisa Vanderpump coming back and Erica's legal drama, Dorit would not be able to keep her accent straight. Her head would be spinning so fast with things going on on the show. I'm here for it. All right, you guys, that's it for the pop three, the biggest trending headlines of the week. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. 
I'm going to be honest. I hate scheduling doctor's appointments. It's such a hassle, right? You search and find one that looks good. You wait on hold to book an appointment. You rearrange your whole entire schedule. You finally go in to find out the doctor doesn't even take your insurance. What the heck? It's so annoying. But there is a solution. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance read verified patient reviews and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist and listen to that janky music ever again. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com MPT and download the ZocDoc app to sign in for free. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com MPT and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's ZocDoc.com slash MPT. Let's get into our deep dive. If you're listening for the first time, what a deep dive is, any pop culture story that you just want a little bit more dirt on, you want the tea a little hotter, you can submit your questions for the podcast every single week on my Instagram at Morgan P. Talks. Here is this week's deep dive question from Aaron. Hey, Morgan. This is Aaron from Manville, New Jersey. I've always loved keeping up with the latest gossip from your Instagram page, so I'm super excited about your new podcast can you please do a deep dive into what the heck went down with lala and randall this week do you think their split will last or is this possibly a publicity stunt what the heck went down with lala and randall this weekend my thoughts exactly Aaron. so let's just dive right into it we're gonna get a little bit of background too on the history of lala and randall's relationship because i actually think it's very important to figure out what the heck is going on with them right now so the question going around right now is this real or is this just a publicity stunt conspiracy theory hour you know i love a good conspiracy theory but let's get into the details of what happened first so the headline this week is that lala and randall have ended their engagement after three years the tea started spilling on girl gang 7733 instagram it's like another tea instagram kind of like a demois or a bravo and cocktails type deal very juicy stuff goes on on those instagram pages some photos circulating of randall out in nashville with two unidentified women Also, some photos of them walking around a hotel together. The photos, in my opinion, aren't super incriminating other than the fact that Randall was allegedly with these two random chicks. It's not like he had his arm around them. uh, You know, they weren't touching. They just simply were walking in the same general direction. Now, I'm not saying that you know, that's not wrong, especially when you're dating Lala, who we know has a bit of a temper. But anyways, just trying to give you the context of the photos. After these photos came out, then came the cryptic posts from Lala. She wiped all recent photos of Randall off of her Instagram. She posted an Instagram story of her and some friends walking in the Beverly Hills Hotel with Beyonce's sorry playing. We all know what that song means i ain't sorry it's like the cheating anthem of the world so the timing of it just is not a coincidence at all i 
think I saw Logan pushing Baby Ocean through the hallways of the Beverly Hills Hotel. That to me was just as shocking as this headline. Uh, the next Instagram story that Lala posted was her face with a crown on it. You know, really just send in the messages via Instagram story. Now, when I first saw the recent pics of Randall were gone off of Lala's Instagram, I didn't want to jump to conclusions because Lala has done this before. And she has addressed it before. Like, anytime that her and Randall get in a fight, she does this. She doesn't straight up delete the picture. She archives them. So when you archive a photo, they literally just remove off of your grid, but then you can eventually put them back, which is what she has done before. She did it in 2019. She said it was in a moment of feeling protective, angry, and impulsive. So like I said, I I just have seen the scene before, so I didn't want to jump to conclusions just because she deleted all of the photos of Randall, the recent ones anyways. Here's where it starts to get really dicey. She liked a photo on Instagram that it was like a fan photo. Lisa Renna was holding up a gun in Randall's direction, and it said, all of us if Rand cheated on Lala. And then... Lala liked that photo. So pretty much telling us without telling us that something went down. It did not take long at all after all of those things started happening that the report came out on page six saying that Lala and Randall have split literally like not even 24 hours later. It is so wild that social media has the power to do this these days. Social media is now like replacing reality TV because it's like all this crazy stuff is happening in the off season. So a source confirmed to E! News, quote, Lala is done. The insider shares. They've been fighting since the beginning of the pandemic. I thought it was very interesting that Lala and Randall didn't reschedule their wedding. Like at all. That was the first red flag to me. We know it was canceled due to the pandemic, but even the other day she posted that photo of the wedding dress that she was going to wear, which that picture also deleted now or archived, one of the two. No word on having any other wedding plans. The photo wasn't even like, can't wait to wear this dress. It was like, this is the dress I was going to wear on my wedding day. And I thought that was interesting, you know, because Stassi and Bo got married in Pandemic World too, where they were supposed to have this big elaborate wedding And they ended up just doing it, what, like in their backyard with just a handful of people. So I was pretty surprised when they had just absolutely no plans to get married. And I cannot remember if I dreamed this or if I heard it somewhere. I'm like 99.9% sure that I heard it somewhere that Lala was like, yeah, we might reschedule for 2022 if we decide to get married at all. And I just thought that that was strange. So kind of putting out strange vibes. So are we surprised by this? I'd say I'm 65% surprised because seeing them on the show now, this is the first season that Randall is like a main character. They kind of had to bring in the big guns as they cleaned house this season to make it a little bit more intriguing, I guess. I personally have been enjoying getting to know Randall on this season of Vanderpump Rules. I was really liking his character on the show, but... According to page six, he isn't what he's being portrayed as. Sources claim that the movie producer, the father of three, has, quote, always led a double life. 
That's a loaded statement right there. To say a double life, I mean, that's serious. The source said he lives the life of a husband or boyfriend, and then he lives the life of a serial partier, and then goes on a bender. As of now, nobody has, you know, commented on these claims, Randall or Lala. But remember their issues in the early days? Like, even when Randall wasn't on the show, Lala, especially when she was first navigating her sobriety journey. She was talking about how she always had these big blowout drunken fights with Randall. I want to say in the show she talked about breaking a glass window or a door or a mirror. Even in her book, she said the drunker she got, the more she would take things out on Randall. Here's a quote from the book. She said, at least once a week, mad drama will go down between us. I'm talking relationship ending, call the cops kind of drama. She wrote calling one incident in Atlanta when she threw his wallet off the balcony of their hotel and drenched his luggage in the bathtub before throwing it over too. During another incident, we all remember, she put her toothbrush up the poop chute before letting him brush his teeth with it. She talked about on the show, if Randall can forgive Lala for putting his toothbrush where the sun don't shine, I I thought they were invincible. Who does that? And who forgives their partner for doing that? So my worry is that Randall and the show are a big part of why Lala got sober in the first place. I hope that she's okay. Truly. And that this doesn't cause her to spiral. She has a beautiful daughter. She has a lot going for her. She just released her new book. Like, I think that Lala is a strong person. And I'm not saying just because, you know, something bad happens to her that she's automatically going to go there. But she's also human. And every single one of us, I feel like, you know, when we're in dark places of our life, sometimes we do things that we normally wouldn't do. So I really, really hope that that's not the case For Lala, I want to get into Randall's dating history for a second because I think that this is very interesting. Maybe some foreshadowing happened, you know, within the past five, six years that the two of them have been together. I got this uh, from NikkiSwift.com. So Randall was married before to Amber Childers. Now, I know that name doesn't sound overly familiar unless you binge watch you. You know, Netflix is you. Do you remember Candace? Hello, you. Dated Joe, the serial killer who we all like weirdly love for some reason, even though he keeps girls in cages. I don't love Joe. I'm not on that. I'm not on that train where girls are like obsessed with these serial killers. Now, if we're talking gossip girl, Dan Humphrey, I can get behind, but not not Joe from you. So Candace from you dated Randall. They were actually married. She was 21 when they got married in 2009. She's 17 years younger than Randall. They have two daughters together, Riley and London. They divorced in uh, late 2017. And I pulled up this article from E! News that was published on December 26th, 2017. They were together for eight years. According to E! News, they separated a couple times leading up to the divorce, which was around the same time that Lala was calling Randall my man on Vanderpump Rules. We never got his name. It was always, don't you come for my man. Don't talk about my man. Ugh, I hated it. I hated the term my man. I don't know why. 
the season five reunion, we all remember, aired in the spring of 2017. Father Andy asked her, point blank, are you dating a married man? She said no. Okay, well, if you compare these two, the season five reunion, which aired in the spring of 2017, according to this E! News article, divorced December 26, 2017, around there. So some overlapping timelines. So a lot of people online are like, la la, you should have saw this coming. You lose them how you get them, whatever. I'm not here to judge per se, on that. All I can think about right now is James Kennedy, who's newly engaged to Raquel. I'm just I'm just thinking James Kennedy is sitting on his couch with his little DJ booth set up in his living room, probably eating instant mac and cheese, as we all do, opening the internet and seeing the page six headline. Lala Kent and Randall Emmett split after three years of engagement. I go right back to that scene where Lala and James are in Big Bear. They're sitting outside on the porch. I've loved you, Lala. Is that what he's singing right now? I've loved you, Lala. You gotta understand that I don't like Randall. James Kennedy was right. Could you imagine if James broke up with Raquel for Lala? First and foremost, we would riot because Raquel is what we thought Britney was. Mm-hmm. We all thought Britney was the sweetest pea. We all thought she was just the angel to grace Vanderpump rules, which, you know, she was, but she ended up marrying the devil. So how good can you be if you marry the devil? Raquel truly is an angel. Would he break up with Raquel for Lala? I don't think that he would. And we would just not have any of it. But I think it's so interesting how the tables have been turning. So James actually went on Watch What Happens Live with Raquel. And he was spitting straight facts. Saying that, yes, his loyalty is to Lala, you know, in the situation going down between Lala and Randall. But that him and Raquel are the main characters right now. There is absolutely no chance that James would ever leave Raquel for Lala. Uh, Raquel even said, you know, she's not worried about that at all. I just find the timing so interesting because, what, two episodes ago, she was talking about how Lala is so confident and Raquel is feeling insecure in the group. So for this to just all go down right now, it's really interesting to see it play out. And I am glad that James and Raquel were on Watch What Happens Live this week. James also kind of started to play into the conspiracy theory a little bit about this being maybe a publicity stunt because as of right now, now, no real, you know, statement from Lala or Randall. And James said, you know, perfect timing, isn't it? She's got a book signing tomorrow in LA. He was talking about them canceling some pickleball tournament. I have no idea where that plays into things. And what are these people's obsession with pickleball? I truly do not understand. But, you know, he did say, oh, the timing, the timing of it is kind of questionable. So uh, TBD on that. There was also a TMZ article when the news broke. Lala Kent steps out without her engagement ring. I rewatched this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules and I noticed that she wasn't wearing her ring in the confessionals ever. So maybe she just doesn't like to wear her ring? I'm not sure. So to wrap it up, do I think the split will last? At this point, there hasn't even been an official statement from either camp. So maybe some more things will play out. Even at last check, TMZ said that they're trying to save their engagement. People are comparing social media posts. It looks like Lala is home from the background of these Instagram stories. 
Do I think the split will last if it even has really happened? I think this relationship has the capability of being on again, off again, on again, off again from now until we all die. I'm just being honest. What about the podcast that they have? What about the podcast tour that they're going on? What is it? Their podcast is Give Them Lala with Randall. I guess they could just take off the with Randall. People would still listen to Give Them Lala. But at the end of the day, there is still money to be made, people, between the podcast and the podcast tour and money talks. So I think they are going to try to work it out. I don't think that they're actually going to split up. I cannot wait for the Vanderpump reunion. All right, you guys, there is your deep dive on Lala and Randall. We'll keep you updated if anything else unfolds on the social media pages. In the meantime, you can also submit your deep dive questions weekly at Morgan P. Talks. And finally, to wrap things up on today's show, we're going to talk about Michelle's season premiere of The Bachelor app. But before we get into it, I told you guys on Instagram that I would let you know which member of Bachelor Nation slid into my DMs asking to talk on the pod. This person was involved in drama on the show. Uh, This person was a big talking point during their time. So I feel like maybe they want to get ahead of the game, set the record straight for themselves. So drum roll, please. It was Chris C. I know everybody thought it was going to be Ivan or Aaron because they were popping off too. But no, it was Chris C. Who you can remember everyone. Uh, he started hooking up with Jasenia and then Alana came down and they were together. They ended up leaving together and they're still dating today. So there was a lot of drama when it comes to Chris C. As you can remember, everyone thought that they were dating before they got on the show. I don't think that's true. Um, grocery store Joe kind of got off easy on that one. He pretty much uh, forced Chris off of Paradise. So I feel like, you know, he wants to come on these podcasts, specifically mine, which like, okay, I see you, Chris, and set the record straight. It's annoying because I'll just be straight up honest with you guys. ABC or whoever, you know, their agreements are with aren't letting Bachelor and Paradise people come on any podcast that aren't Bachelor-sponsored podcasts. I had Chris say he wanted to come on. I had Tammy say that she wanted to come on, but they aren't allowed to. Uh, She said, like, circle back in 2022. I'm like, all right, sis. I mean, I guess I have all the time in the world, truly, to get you on, but I want to talk to them now just because I like talking to who people consider the villains because I like to hear their sides of the story. So maybe they'll come on soon. Keep your fingers crossed from that one. But let's get into Michelle's episode one, the season premiere. I'm going to give it a rating out of roses. I'm doing 3.5 out of seven roses. Rate things on a scale of seven. Not entirely sure why. It's just who I am as a person. But I'm tired. I'm tired of the Bachelor franchise. You can't have too much of a good thing. And when it's been back to back to back, it's like I don't have any time to detox. And we need a detox because it's a lot of the same stuff, right? How many times can you watch 30 guys get out of a limo and still be excited about it? I don't care about the limo entrances. You know, I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I just was mostly bored. But I do love Michelle. You know, it starts off with her in the classroom with her kids. I cried. Why was I crying? 
It just hit me in the feels. We see Miss Michelle, her students, so adorable. I love it. We got to meet Clayton, who we know is rumored to be the next Bachelor. And I'm going to say this. He reminds me so much of Colton, does he not? They look identical. They're both football players. Let's just hope it doesn't end the same way that Colton's, you know, ended up. We want him to find love, Clayton. So let's talk about Ryan, notes guy. I have such a hard time believing that this is real. Like, are you serious? The one time that they go through people's stuff, they're going to find this this binder full of notes. I just don't buy it. I don't know if it was a producer plant or if producers went through their stuff first and was like, hey, Tasha, Caitlin, why don't you go check this guy's stuff out? But I just found that odd. They've never done that before. They've never rummaged around through the guy's room and now all of a sudden they find this folder. Not to mention, remember the notes? One of Ryan's things said who to emulate or whatever. The first person he wrote down was Jason Tartik. Really? Out of everybody in Bachelor Nation, Jason is the number one person that you're going to write down on who to emulate. Now, that's not to say that Jason isn't a great guy. Of course he is. But that is not the first person that you would think of. And is it ironic that the first person written down on those notes is the current host's fiance? I'm just going to let you simmer on that for a second. You know, David, my boyfriend who's here from London, he tries to not get sucked into these shows, but he does. We were sitting on the couch watching it, and I was like going off about how I thought this was a whole huge conspiracy theory. I think he's a producer plant. And David goes, if it is fake, he's a bloody good actor because he is shiting himself. (laughs) I don't know what shiting himself means, but it sounds about right. Let's talk about Nate. Clearly a front runner. He got the most screen time. First one out of the limo. First kiss. First impression rose. Will he be the one that Michelle ends up with? This is a spoiler-free podcast. But I do have to say, great track record with Bachelorettes on who they give the first impression rose to. Most times is actually who they end up with. Deanna Pappas, season four. Gave her first rose to Jesse. Picked him in the end. Allie, Bachelorette season six. Roberto, picked him at the end. Caitlin Bristow, season 11, gave her first rose to Sean Booth. I mean, we obviously know that they're still not together, but she did pick him in the end. JoJo gave her first impression rose to Jordan. Rachel Lindsay gave hers to Brian. Becca gave hers to Garrett. And we all know Claire. Claire didn't even know any of the other guys' names. It was only Dale. And she still probably doesn't know any of the other guys' names. I hope it ends better for Michelle than it did for Claire. I like Michelle. I'll continue to watch. I'm just tired of the Bachelor franchise. But I do it because I love you. All right, you guys, that does it for this week's episode of Morgan's Pop Talks. If you love the pod, like I said before, please rate, review, and subscribe. It's very important, so it will show this podcast to people who might not follow me on social media. All things, I don't have to get into it. Also, if you love reality TV, you love pop culture, you got to check out thedip.com. That's the dip with 2 pscom and tons of other podcasts. My favorite, Hot Off the Mess, Samantha Bush absolutely kills it, and also the Slut Pig podcast by Christian gray snow is unbelievable uh so you guys thank you again that's episode five in the books come back for the next one okay
New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Annual Premium for Basic Liability Policy not available in all states.